The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. All that you are doing in every life present, my Father. Thank you for that which eyes have not seen. Thank you for that which ears have not heard. Thank you for that which has not even begun to enter into the hearts of man, of men. Father, we, we ask today, Lord, that you, you, you change our lives, Lord. Everything that is dying in every life in this place that ought to be alive, let them be resurrected in the name of Jesus let the name of Jesus be glorified. Honor and glory we give unto you, Father. Honor and glory we give unto you, Jesus. Honor and glory we give unto you, Lord. Jesus, mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Praise the name of the Lord. Ezekiel 37, 1 to 14, I read. It says, the Lord took hold of me and I was carried away in the spirit of the Lord in a valley filled with bones. He led me along all among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Everybody say completely dried out. They were completely dried out. Then he asked me, son of man, can these bones live? Can they become living people? Can life come back into these bones? Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied. <laughs> you alone know the answer to that. You know, doesn't God just ask us some questions sometimes? And you're like, God, now you shall be. That's what Ezekiel was saying here in a different way. Only you know. Then he said to me, Speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. That's why you say amen. amen. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then, as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. Then, the skin formed and covered their bodies, but they, they still had no breath in them. Then, he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the winds, O son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, 
This is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath, from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me. And breathe and breath, sorry, came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet. A great army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They say we have become old, dry bones. All hope is lost. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Therefore, prophesy to them and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Oh, my people. I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back into your own land. When this happens, oh my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your own land. Then you will know that I the Lord have spoken and I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. Now, this is a very dramatic, prophetic encounter that Ezekiel had. God took him to the valley of dry bones and, you know, bone to bone, the rattling, all the drama, and, and God. He was trying to pass a message to Ezekiel that these people are going to come from death to life. Now, if you look at that situation, it was a situation of dry bones. And that was a joke. The bones were not, the people were not just dead. All the flesh were gone. All the flesh were not just gone. Ah, God will help us in Jesus' name. They were just bones. They were not just bones arranged. The bones were scattered. It was not just bone scattered. They were dry. They were not just dry. The Bible says they were very dry. It was a hopeless situation. I don't know what you're going through. There may be an aspect of your life that fits this description. I'm here to say to you, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, by the time this season is over, you'll be standing on your feet. Bone to bone. Flesh on flesh. Breath in it. In the mighty name of Jesus. But God wants us to see that, as, as, it, as it showed Ezekiel, that, that there are a couple of things. If you want transformation, Ezekiel, you, you cannot just sit down. If you want transformation, Ezekiel, you can't just criticize. Many times when things are dry and hopeless, even in our lives, we criticize. And God is saying, you, you, Ezekiel, you have no right to criticize what you allow. And you can say, oh, how did I allow it? When you sit down 
and you do nothing about it, you have allowed it. God is saying, you cannot criticize what you allow. Ezekiel, do something about this. Every time heaven wants to work, heaven always needs a man or men or group of men. Heaven, the spirit realm cannot just interfere on earth. It is not allowed. Both the positive supernatural and the negative supernatural. Did you know that Satan and his demons cannot do anything on earth without the permission of a man? There must be someone that has given them their spirit or their will or their body to use so they, are, they, 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 they maintain a priesthood, they maintain um, their agents. Without those, they cannot walk. Same thing with God. Without you and I, without us, God cannot walk. That's the power of prayer. Prayer gives permission to heaven to intervene. That's what prayer does. Prayer gives permission to heaven. Prayer gives channel to heaven to work. So when you do not pray, you limit God's power over your life. Not God's power is limited, but over that situation, you limit it. So here is God saying, look, look at the dry bones Ezekiel. God needed to work with Ezekiel to change the situation. So God needs to work with you to change whatever situation you are facing. Matthew 16, 19, the word of God says, Matthew 16, 19 says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth, whatever you forbid on earth, whatever you disallow on earth will be bound, forbidden, disallowed in heaven. Whatever you permit, whatever you allow on earth will be what? Allowed in heaven. So God was saying to Ezekiel, you cannot have transformation if you are unwilling to change, you cannot have transformation. If you are willing to change, God is saying to Ezekiel, you cannot change and see the transformation. If you are willing to change, you are willing to face the, the, the driver situation. Sometimes we, we want to shy away from the driver situation. Sometimes we want to hide from the driver situation. Sometimes we want to wish it away. Sometimes we want to just, you know, sweep it under the carpet and, and wish it never existed. But God is saying you have to face the driver situation. Stop avoiding it. For some of us, it's our mother. For some of us, it's our health. For some of us, it's our finances. For some of us, it's a loved one, a loved one that, that, that is not with Jesus. A loved one that is not saved. You just want to, you don't want to face it. And God is saying, you cannot change what you avoid. You avoid the conversation. You avoid to, to, to just step up. And, and, and face the dry bones. God says, you cannot change it, Ezekiel. Ezekiel, come and face the dry bone situation. Come and face it. Come and face it. Why? Because you cannot change what you don't confront. You cannot change what you don't confront. So that's the first thing you and I need to get away with from here. That God would want us, you know, some of us, we just, 
just forget that part of my life existed. God is saying, no, that dry bones will live again. No, let me just sweep it under the carpet, Pastor. No, let me just worry. It gives me so much heartache. God says, no, the dry bones will live again. For some of us, it's our it's marriages. For some of us, there's a child that has gone delinquent. For some of us, it's our jobs, or our businesses. But listen to me. The dry bones will live again. In the name of Jesus. The next thing we need to go away with is this. The fact that for that to happen, it always begins with God. It always, always, always starts with God. It always starts with God. Always begins with God. Verse 1 of the scripture we read, the word of God says, And the Lord took hold of me. I pray that the Lord will take hold of you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And the Lord took hold of me and I was carried away. In the spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. It always starts with God. So if you have a driver situation and you are running from God, you are running from what can change the situation. If you have a driver situation and you are not yielding to God, you are elongating. The duration. If you have a driver situation and you are not cooperating with God, you still want to run your life the way you want to run your life, then you are not helping matters. If you have a driver situation and you still just want to do your own stuff, then you are not helping matters. You are not helping yourself. Why? Because it always starts with God. It always starts with God. Always. And the way God has set things up is that you, you, you and I, we don't have an excuse. We are without excuse. You are hearing this word today. You are without excuse. Even if you don't hear any sermon, nobody has talked to you about God and all that, God is saying you are still without excuse. Romans chapter 1 verse 20 says, Romans 1 20, it says, for ever since the world was created, God, people, sorry, have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see, everyone say clearly, they can clearly see his invisible properties Qualities, this is eternal power, is divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. You have no excuse for not knowing God. Particularly, you come to God's favorite house. You, you, you have NCR, you have the journey, you have life groups, you have powerful messages, hopefully, you have anointed worship, you have, I mean, you have. No excuse. Have you done the journey? What's your excuse? You think you will stand before God and you will give an excuse? It will not work. Listen, 
you are as close to God as you want to be. You are as close to God as you want to be. I say, no, okay, how come some people can really hear from God? You know, so effortlessly, how come? Yeah. You are as close to God as you want to be. The things God says to you, let go. You have refused to let go. Eh, stay where you are. You are as close to God as you want to be. I'm challenging you this morning. Come closer to God. Because if you want to move from death to life, it starts with God. It starts with God. Um, on, on, on WhatsApp, um, can you help me with this passcode again? Keep forgetting it. On, 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 don't laugh. <clears throat> on WhatsApp, Lamide said something that was that's that's very um, interesting. If you if you don't if you are not in the Gospel with House group on WhatsApp, um, just join. It's free to join. You know the number oh eight one six and all that. Just join. <clears throat> And she sent this message, and, and it's totally instructive. She, she said, during the Civil War in the United States, in a discussion with the fortunes and setback of the Northern Army, Abraham Lincoln asked the people, asked the people, asked that people should pray for victory. So one of his critics asked, are you sure, Mr. President, that God is on your side? And Abraham Lincoln replied, I am much more concerned that we should be on God's side. That thought occupies me all the time. Many times, you want God to be on your side. No, 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 no. God already has a side. The question is, are you on God's side? You know, we, we, we sing this song, let God arise, let my enemies be scattered, let God arise. Listen, that is not the song. That is not the scripture. It's not let God arise, let my enemies be scattered. Read it again. Let, oh God arise, let your enemies be scattered. Oh God arise and your enemies be scattered. So you see why they've not been scattering. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. So it is your call to change sides. So when you come to his side, and you are on his side, and you begin to sing, let God arise and his enemies be scattered, what happens? Your own enemies... Because these enemies are there will be boom. Blown away. Totally blown away. So you we need to get it that it always starts with God. The, the, another thing we need to take away from the, this morning is that desire always precedes results. Desire always precedes results. If you read the book of Ezekiel, 
I wish I could take you through all the ups and downs and turns in that book. Just a fantastic book. If you read, if you read the book of um, um, Ezekiel, and you will see that Ezekiel was a man that was loaded with a burden for the nation of Israel. He had such a burden. So for you to go from death to life, desire always precedes results. You must have a burden, a burning desire must be in your heart. You must have a burning desire. Some of us have lost the desire for healing. You, you, don't, you don't even have that burning desire to see yourself heal, yourself healed. Some of us, we've lost the desire to see our loved ones get saved. We used to pray for them. We've stopped. We've lost the burning desire. Some of us, we've lost the burning desire for a promotion or for favor or, or, or for even our marriages. Some people have given up on their marriages being what they once desired it to be. They've given up. They've resigned. They say, okay, fine. I'm just waiting for rapture. Like some pastor said to me, let me know. I can't kill her. If I kill her, we go to hell. Even though I really want to kill her. But I, I can't do that. So I'm just sitting here and waiting for rapture. I'm praying that you will not just be waiting for rapture in your marriage. In Jesus' name. <laughs> so many times we've lost the desire of, of what we once desired of God. Sometimes people start fasting and they lose the desire to see, to, to see their lives go from death to life. They lose that burning desire. Because they lose the burning desire, nothing happens. That's why people begin to break at 3. People begin to break at, at, at some people even actually break at 5.30. Come on. You've waited all that long. Just wait 30 more minutes. It's a desire issue. Desire. God said to Egypt, Pharaoh, when do you want these frogs? The frogs fill the whole of Egypt. God asked them, when do you want? Moses says, okay, when do I tell my God to chase away the frogs? You know what Moses, uh, Pharaoh said? Tomorrow. Why not now? What happened to now? I give the example of, of, of one of my spiritual daughters. That, you know, this lady has had three children. She's, she's had male and female. I mean... And she still came to me and says, oh, pastor, I want another child. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, okay, fine, let's pray for another child. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. So we prayed. But she kept coming back. She kept coming back and troubling me and troubling me. At a point, I began to say to myself, I, I know people that don't even have children. They don't trouble me this much. There are times she will come to my office and give me money. I said, this is a seed. I'm sowing this seed for my child. I'm like, I don't even know if I should collect it. She was so passionate. But guess what? About two years after this, she started troubling me. Man, her story was, for her to even have her first child, it was a miracle. If she was written of that she can never have children. Now she has had three. The last pregnancy, she lost it. It was an ectopic pregnancy, so the tube was gone. So she, medically, she wasn't even qualified. But two years after, she conceived. 
Today, she has a baby boy. I'm saying, but there are some people. It's okay, well, maybe it's not my passion to have children. Ah. Ah. Don't say that. Hanging there. Even if you die believing, die believing. Praise the name of the Lord. Believe God. Stay in there. Don't let the desire wane. The problem with us is that we have given up in our hearts. Some of us. We've given up in our hearts. That's the problem. You see, my, my mom, I was speaking to my mom a few days ago, and she said something that, was, that, that really hit me. It was very profound. And my mom said, she said, if, if it's in your heart, Femi, God will put it in your hands. Ah, if it's in your heart, God will put it in your hands. If it's in your heart to build God's kingdom, guess what? God will put it in your hands to do it. That's how it works. The question is, is it in your heart? And to go from desire to results, we need strategic action. We need strategic action. And I won't go into strategic action at all because we spent 12 weeks or more looking at the principles of war, strategic action. And... um, so we looked at um, objective, offensive, mass, maneuver. Again, last week when I was reciting it, I got it mixed up. And so, so this same person sent me our own acronym for um, remembering it. Yeah, and I was like, wow, people are very interesting. Oh, me so sick. <laughs> but it kind of makes sense, you know. Also, we looked at objective offensive, mass, maneuver, intelligence, security, unity of command, economy, exploitation, surprise, simplicity, and concerted action. So maybe you want to borrow this acronym. I have borrowed it already. (laughs) And you can apply it in different areas of your lives. The problem with some of us is that we don't do what we know. That's the challenge. Take our finances, for instance. Not a lot of people, you start doing, we do things haphazardly. You know you are supposed to give. Give. You know you are supposed to tithe. Tithe. And sometimes, because we don't do what we know, we don't get what we should get. Then we start beginning to Say, God, you're a God of grace. You're a God of mercy. Come on. Do what... This is why the children of this world are wiser in their own generation than the children of the kingdom. Because they will do what they need to do in their own world. But you will not do what you need to do. You'll be sleeping like uh, an elephant. Get up and walk. Get up and pray. Give the seed. I remember one time we were having a video some time ago, and I've never heard this before. I mean, it messed up my theology. The Holy Ghost, you know, Holy Spirit can mess up your theology that you're like, whoa, that was not what we were taught. Just like 
our Saturday worship experiences, you know, it messed up a lot of people's theology. <laughs> totally. Totally. Some man drove, drove into this place. Since we've seen cars coming in, so he followed them. He drove into the place and he asked, what's going on in this place? I said that it's a church. Ah, you people Sabbath. <laughs> you know, they said, no. You mean you're going to have church tomorrow morning? They said, yes. And the guy was excited. And, wow. Church? Wow. You know? So, so we're, we're worshiping. We're worshiping. It was intense. It was beautiful. It was sweet. And the Lord said to me, people are holding him tight. He wants to forgive them. I've never heard it before. Up until that time, all we have been taught was that if you hold God tight, you will pay back, and you will pay back with 25% interest. Have you heard that before? That is all I knew. But the Holy Spirit said to me, he wants to wipe it off. And I'm like, whoa. So I gave the call. <clears throat> I'm not giving the call now, because that's not what I say. <laughs> so I gave the call, and folks came forward. And, you know, when he came forward, I knew a particular guy, his business I've gone through <laughs> rock bottom consistently. I've been rock bottom consistently. And we prayed, and they, and they left. God being God, his business, he was just going. So one of these days, I was at a, 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 a secluded place, not in Lagos, praying, just alone with God. On my face, praying, 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 praying. And God showed me this guy's picture. And I'm like, okay. And immediately I knew it was, it's defaulting in his tights. I'm like, impossible. So I got up. I called this guy. Listen, in May, I'll be 10 years pastoring. I have never, that would be the first time I will ever call anybody about that. I never, I don't do it. If you like tight, if you like don't tight. When you see Devorah. You will, you will know what to do. <laughs> I don't do it. I think, I think after that, I've done it twice, but maybe three times in 10 years. That is so, so, so far between. I said to him, what's going on? Do you know what he said to me? One very long, logical grammar. <sighs> Have you forgotten where God took you from? Well, Pastor, you know, that's, if I, I will have to carry like two Ghana must go to come and pay my tithe. I don't want anybody to, to show you how much God has blessed him. Two Ghana must go. At the time, there was no, POS was not um, available. So I said to him, write a check. He said, no, 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 no. I don't want anybody to know that because their names are, people's names are usually on their checks. That, no, 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 no. I don't want any of those, you know. So it's better not to pay your tithe. And I left him. I need not tell you what happened next. It's just sad. I'm saying to myself, is it necessary? Must, must they use your nose to, to rub the floor? I don't get it. Do the principles that you know. You will go from death to life. Say Amen. And finally, this is where we are going. We are going to land this plane. <laughs> to go from death to life, we must realize that to go from desire to result, we need prophetic action. Prophetic action. Verse 4, Ezekiel 37. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, 
dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. You have been getting prophetic messages into your dry bone situations. Today, the pastors and ministers, some of us, some of them, some of us have been fasting. And we have been getting ready for today. If you want, we are going to close with, which is why we took the offering earlier on, so that there is no... If you want, you could come forward. And we will lay hands on you. You see, there are two things when it comes to prophetic message. Prophetic messages are instructed. We have been instructed and they have their instructions. Secondly, prophetic messages are directed. So when you come, you will tell them what the driver situation is and they will direct it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and flesh will begin to form and skin will begin to form and breath will come upon the dry bones because Matthew 16, 19 we read, it says I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven whatever you imprison God will imprison whatever you set free God will set free So before we do all that, we are going to start that now. I need to pray with you. You are far from God. To go from death to life, it always starts with God. The issue is not if God is on your side. The issue is, are you on God's side? That's about our hearts. That's about our heads. Are you on God's side? this morning are you on God's side this morning pastor honestly I can't say I'm on God's side I used to be on God's side but right now I can't say I am or I have never been on God's side if you are in that category I want to pray for you you don't need to come forward it's okay wherever you are seated in the privacy of your seat I want to pray with you that is me pastor pray with me I need to be on God's side put up your hand now, over your head. God bless you, sir. God bless you right there. God bless you. Put up that hand boldly over your head. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my brother over here. God bless you. Over there. Keep the hands up. God bless you over there. God bless you. That's, God, keep the hands up. God bless you, my brother over here. That is me. I want to be on God's side. Put that hand up, 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 up. God bless you. God bless you. Keep the hands up. God bless you. Right there at the back. God bless you. Another hand there. God bless you. Right there. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. Right there. God bless you. Right here in front. Right, right here in front. God bless you. Keep the hands up. Keep the hands up right there. Keep the hands up. Once you have a card, you can pull down that hand and cry to God. Cry to God. Have mercy upon me. Oh God, you can put down the hand once you have the card. If you don't have the card yet, put the hands up. I'm about to pray with you. Put the hands up. Put the hands up. Father in heaven, we thank you for everyone that is surrendered to you today. We ask in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
that you draw this once onto your side. In the name of Jesus, cleanse them totally. Heal them perfectly. And let your name be glorified. Father, we give you praise and glory. We thank you for that which you are doing. Honor and glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen.